Hello, Blooners, Balloonheads, Ballesters. We haven't decided what we want to call our fans yet. This is your uh, host, Zach, with a friendly content warning. We gave the internet a place to ask whatever weird nerd questions they wanted to ask, and it turns out the internet is a terrifying place. While this season has been pretty good so far, be aware that uh, we are sometimes, as our editor puts it, adjacent to adult subjects. Also, we swear like sailors. Hi everybody, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. We're your aeronauts and we're back with more word balloons. We've been flying high on our own hot air, but we've stopped our journey to Azrath to answer your nerdy questions. So with that in mind, Zach, what's our question this week? Is there an alternate universe where Boba Fett is Padme? Wait, it, there's, is there a universe where, where Boba Fett's hanging out with Anakin? <laughs> just just and, imagine, just like, like, in the wedding dress, but still with the Manda helmet on. <laughs> Because that's what I that's what I imagine when I read this question. I immediately place Boba Fett in Padme's role in the entire continuity. So that's the only thing I've been thinking of all day. I did not even think of Padme being in the Mando armor until right before this episode. So the answer to those is no. The answer to this is sort of. And also, your guys' answer is infinitely better than the real one. I'm just getting it out there. Just. I replace, would... like, full-on, you know, still with the makeup and, like, the buns, or, like, undercover in episode one, but only one of them's wearing the Mando helmet. Like, no, it would be so good. I would watch um, a Star Wars that's oops all Mando. Everybody's Mando. <laughs> Everybody but with that. So, when I was first asked this question, I was like, what? No, what are you talking about? And then I went, oh, crap, I have to actually look this up. And the answer is, sort of. It turns out that Mark Hamill used to just pitch ideas to George Lucas when they were, I don't know if they were just hanging out or like working or whatever, but in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, they're hanging out and talking about ideas. And Luke, or Mark, is like, man, like there are very few ways you're going to be able to top Darth Vader is Luke's father. Mm -hmm. And this is before he knew, you know, Leia is Luke's sister. And so he's like, all right, I've got two ideas here. And, and I've heard it as all idea, the same idea in one and or just two separate ideas. One, Boba Fett is undercover for the rebel, like deep undercover. Okay. Uh, which kind of tracks with he tricks them into thinking he's a rebel in the Star Wars Holiday Special cartoon. The other one is that he is actually Luke's mother underneath that armor, which leads to the really amazing idea to me of like, does Vader know in this world that Boba Fett is secretly his Luke's mom? Is he like... Hello, honey. It's good to see you again. I need you to go kidnap our son's uh, weed dealer buddy so I can fucking torture him for a while. How's that sound to you? Please it don't makes... murder him. Oh my God. If they've made nice, it makes me wonder if they keep the helmets on. You've seen what Darth Vader looks like after Mustafar. Okay, he keeps the helmet on. <laughs> no, wait. She is demanding that helmet off. Demanding. <laughs> I knew we were going to get weird and perverted at some point this season. Surprised it was this one. Yeah, it, it took longer than I thought, honestly. Uh, so, no. And according to Mark Hamill, Lucas was never into these ideas. Hamill is very open that he will share with creators any, in his words, bad idea that he comes up with in the hope that one day something good will come out of them. 
but like depending on how much you like subscribe to different multiverse theories just the fact that he pitched that to him at one point means that there's maybe one it happened. point where our version happened that too and there's <laughs> definitely rule 34 of the version i just pitched happening oh if not then there will be yeah it's the internet dude slash pick of those two it. already exist there has to oh, be ha- oh definitely and they do keep the helmets on i'm sure i'm positive that's not the only helmet you're seeing yeah what there's a little helmet on his dick or yes <laughs> there's also probably one with the space balls uh i forget his name but the guy with the big big helmet rick moranis's character isn't that just like dark helmet or something probably like that? i'm not actually a fan of space balls nah, it's it's good but it's not it's a different thing anyway in order to keep our journey going we're gonna have to drop some ballast luckily zach is stuffed to the brim with sort of genre facts i'll prod him a bit and see what shakes loose remember any misses or mistakes will have to be made up for at the end of our trip today we'll keep with this expedition's theme of dc teen characters so zach what knowledge can you drop on cat girl cat girl there are two possible ones that i can think of here one would be Kelly Carey from, like, Dark Knight Returns, Dark Knight, I don't remember what the second one is called, I didn't like him much anyways, who was Robin originally and then later on becomes, I think, Catgirl. And she wears basically Frank Miller's version of the Catwoman outfit, but with, like, big tennis shoes, because that was a Frank Miller thing at the time, Mm -hmm. and kind of leopard looking, and it was bad. It didn't look very good, no one cares. No one actually thought... That's not Dark Knight Returns. That's Dark Knight something again. No yeah. one, no one liked it very much. And then the other one, I will have to do a probably redemption round on this. But she was created shortly before the New Fifty Two, so that would put her somewhere in the two thousand, uh, probably seven to two thousand eleven age range of creation. Uh, she was, she was a sidekick of Selena Kyle and a young protege and her Catwoman costume mostly looked like Catwoman's, but I think it had some pink on it. Oh, that yep, gives the that's name it. Too. That's what I got. That's, he's showing us the picture. Very Batgirl-esque. It's, it would have been appropriate at the time. And I think that they had plans probably to introduce her as... I think if things had continued on before the new 52 reboot, probably as a foil for, at the time, Stephanie Brown, a.k.a. Spoiler, was operating as Batgirl. Mm. And a Catwoman, a Catgirl character, I don't know this, this is just my own personal theory, would have ended up being a thing. I love this. This is a... I did not know she existed, but that's a great concept. There's not much of her. I'm going to guess she was either created by... Judd Winnick or Tony Daniel, because they would have been the two main creators at the time, but there were like six Batman books. Tony Daniel. Pretty good. But of the character herself, yeah, it will make you redeem that, but that was pretty good. <laughs> I accidentally gave you guys the name as I showed you the picture. So, oh, uh, I didn't even see it. Oh, oh yeah, okay. no, I didn't. Oh, you guys didn't pay attention to that? Then I won't bring it up. I was going to say it just because you guys accidentally saw it, but I guess you weren't paying attention. I mean, I was just looking at the... I was distracted by the peeing on it. Like, mm. that was just kind of a cool costume. And Come back at the end of the season to learn about Catgirl. That's right. That was... I mean, I'm still pretty impressed that you hit, like, your range. You She was created dead center <laughs> of the years you gave. And you got the Tony Daniel. That's like half I feel, credit. Like, I feel like you, you got it. You were, you were in the ballpark... You knew which book to look in. You didn't have the exact page. 
I remember reading a Batman comic where she appears at the end of it in college. Mm. So putting that, like, put me in a place area of where I would find it. All right. There were like six Batman books at the time. So if it came down to which one, (laughs) fucking no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that'll that'll be a redemption, but I still applaud you. That's the point I'm making. <laughs> okay, thank you. So, editor note, that is two for the season so That's far. two so far. But I got like half credit now. Yeah, you're doing Yeah, great. but I mean, <laughs> what does that count for? We're just keeping track. Look, man, I was that student. <laughs> That's it for today, folks. We're taking off. But before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows over at earverm.com. Other ways to get in touch with us and follow us will be in the show notes. As always, we'd like to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady. Until next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Zach. Up, up, and away. <laughs> hey there, listener. This is your editor and stowaway, Stephen. Wanted to give a very special thank you to Ian Ford for letting us use their song Tracks as our theme song. To hear more of their music, you can check them out on SoundCloud. 